Welcome to episode number 22 of Off the Shelf. I've searched for gold and I've longed for the silver. I've climbed the mountain for one glance of a jewel. And I won't be satisfied till I find what I've come for. I won't be satisfied till I meet with you. This is a continuation of our summer short series. For July and August, Brian and I are limiting our podcast to less than 10 minutes, just enough to get you thinking about something that you might not have known. Please post a comment if you have anything to say to us or a question that you would like us to address. Rob, we want to address the question today of whether William Branham was really a prophet or not. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 19 and 20, the Bible says this of the prophet Samuel. As Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him, and everything Samuel said proved to be reliable. And all Israel, from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south, knew that Samuel was confirmed as a prophet of the Lord. So Samuel was reliable. What he said was going to happen actually happened. And Moses provided this test for prophet in Deuteronomy 18, 20 to 22, which I'm reading from the Message Bible. But any prophet who fakes it, who claims to speak in my name, something I haven't commanded him to say, or speaks in the name of other gods, that prophet must die. You may be wondering among yourselves, how can we tell the difference whether it was God who spoke or not? Here's how. If what the prophet spoke in God's name doesn't happen, then obviously God wasn't behind it. The prophet made it up. Forget about him. Wow. When we look at William Branham, we need to consider five different kinds of prophecy that William Branham made. Well, actually, he made four of the five, but we'll, we'll save that for the end of the podcast. Number one, or type number one, William Branham made vague prophecies that were sort of fulfilled. These were prophecies that were made in advance, but contained enough vagueness for deniability if they didn't happen. But they also have something that could be pointed to as a fulfillment of prophecy if it actually did happen. With respect to William Branham, a good example of this would be the prophecy of the birth of his son, Joseph. And when you look at that closely, it wasn't really a prophecy. That's correct. And we'll have links of these uh, various prophecies on our website on the page for this podcast. Okay, so on to type number two. Uh, those are prophecies that William Branham made beforehand that were not fulfilled. And now, these are the kind of prophecies that would get you stoned in Moses' day. Yes, uh, we have several instances of William Branham prophesying of things that would come to pass in the future but they didn't happen. These are clearly failed prophecies. Examples of failed prophecies include the vision of the brown bear, the vision of the African meetings, uh, and, and more. And again, you can read about details of these prophecies on the website. We'll put links at offtheshelf.life. So the third type are prophecies that were made after the fact that were not fulfilled. <laughs> and that's a really strange one, Rod. It really is. When we state that these prophecies were made after the fact, it means that the first time they're mentioned on a tape was after the prophesied event had occurred. So you would really think that if someone first told about the prophecy after it had already been fulfilled, it'd be pretty hard to mess up. 
but not <laughs> William Branham. Now, some message believers will protest that there is evidence that such prophecies were clearly made in advance, but we have been unable to find any independent evidence that would confirm this. The only evidence we have is William Branham's own words, which don't qualify as independent evidence. Now, this type of prophecy would include those that William Branham said had been fulfilled, but in fact were not. Examples of this type of failed prophecy would include the Municipal Bridge Vision and the Maryland Monroe Vision. While these are after-the-fact prophecies, it is strange that William Branham held out that they were validly fulfilled when they clearly were not. Type number four, this one's a little more predictable. Type number four are prophecies that were made after the fact that were clearly fulfilled. Message followers will provide several examples where William Branham stated that he had prophesied something that actually did come to pass. The problem with this is that there is no record of them being publicly recorded before the fact, which is a, an important detail. Therefore, they must be considered after-the-fact prophecies. It's pretty obvious that after-the-fact prophecies should be amazingly accurate. This type of prophecy includes the prophecy of the Ohio River Flood of 1937. There's no independent evidence that he actually made this prophecy. So that brings us to type number five, which we've saved the best for the last. Type number five is a prophecy made beforehand publicly that was later clearly fulfilled. Anything in this category has to be considered a true prophecy. And we're only aware of one of William Branham's prophecies that message followers have contacted us to state that could be considered to fulfill this criteria. So it's the prophecy of the death of Florence Shakarian that was made publicly a few months before she died. However, this prophecy has a couple of problems as well. First, in 1963, Florence, who is Demas Shakarian's sister, was diagnosed with cancer. Although she was only 39, the cancer had advanced to a stage where her doctors could no longer stop it. The question is, how hard is it to predict that someone is going to die when they've received a medical diagnosis two years earlier that they have terminal inoperable cancer? The second problem we have is the prophecy was ambiguous because William Branham left open the possibility that she might be healed when he stated this, Florence, I saw her in a vision, saw her go, and I know she is going, and I said, pray, just pray. You know, there's a prophet one time was told to go tell a king to put his house in order, and he prayed, and he spared his life 15 years longer. I said, pray. Other than the Florence Shakarian prophecy, which we don't think qualifies as a real prophecy because he knew she had been diagnosed with terminal cancer before he stated the prophecy publicly. And then he also left himself an out. So other than the Florence Securian prophecy, there would appear to be no independent evidence that William Branham actually had a prophetic gift. There are no prophecies made on tape that were unambiguous before the fact that later were clearly fulfilled. It's quite amazing, staggering even given the claims made of William Brown's prophetic ministry, that there is not a single clear example of a fulfilled before-the-fact prophecy on any of William Branham's tapes from 1947 to 1965. This calls into serious question the testimonies of his supporters who claim they heard an unrecorded prophecy and then saw it fulfilled. The evidence that William Branham left on the tapes speaks against them. We've repeatedly asked publicly for examples of unambiguous prophecies that were made on tape and clearly fulfilled on a later date, but have had no response other than the Florence Shakarian prophecy. 
This is a serious problem for those that wish to believe that William Branham was indeed a prophet. So we would like to repeat a challenge that we made publicly several years ago. The challenge is this. Can you provide us with an unambiguous prophecy made by William Branham that was recorded publicly before the fact? Can we verify it on tape? And was that, rec- was that prophecy later fulfilled in a clear manner? Surely, somewhere between 1946 and 1965, there's at least one clear prophecy that was made and then fulfilled. Now, we will publish any response on this podcast for the benefit of all. Now, I should add, we have not had a valid response to this challenge since we made it several years ago, which I think means that William Branham actually had zero real prophecies. Being in the message as long as I was, Rod, that was one of the hardest things for me to come to grips with. But there is no evidence of any real prophecies that we can find. Well, that's it for this week's Summer Shorts. If you would like to leave a comment, please go to our website at offtheshelf.life. Send me an email at brian, spelled with a Y, at offtheshelf.life. Or you can email rod at rod at offtheshelf.life. Have a wonderful summer. We hope you enjoy our Summer Shorts. Search for gold and I've longed for the silver. I've climbed many mountains for one glance of a jewel. I won't be satisfied till I find what I've come for I won't be satisfied till I meet with